0: Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere ...that sets up uh, podcasting for you. It also, you can make your money from with your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to uh, do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the, uh, both the iOS and the Android store... Or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. It's me and Jeremy doing double duty again, mostly because uh, I just found out like yesterday I saw like an advertisement showing that it was TakeOver. I was like, oh, because I knew TakeOver was coming up. I just didn't know when. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's tomorrow. I guess we got to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <Well>, sorry <laughs> about, about that. Pay-per-view. Whatever. I mean, it happens. I'm sure people have heard burps before. But uh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, anyway, so like, I was just like, oh, shit, I guess we're going to be covering Takeover. <laughs> and, Sounds I like mean, it. We're- I, I think we were talking about uh, the last uh, number of it. I'm going to Google it up to make sure, but it'll probably say something anyway. Uh, NXT. 33. Venge- oh, okay. Well, I was just going to write that in anyway, just to look, but
1: okay. It's the ninth in the vengeance chronology. Okay, but um, Chronology.
0: This is the main reason why I like TakeOvers, too, is because they end up only having, like, five matches, and they give them, like, 20 or 30 (laughs) minutes. So then it's not, like... Then especially it keeps me not being bored. If I'm going to watch a match with Nia Jax or somebody, I'm probably going to get fucking bored. But this one, uh, uh, especially knowing that I like most of the people, it's, like... I ain't bored <laughs> throughout yeah. the whole mm-hmm. pay-per-view. And the main roster pay-per-views are like that, where sometimes I get fucking bored of shit watching
1: it. Well, yeah, like this. It was only five matches, right? I mean, it yeah.
0: was... Yeah, and it was, yeah. like, two hours and something long. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, and it looks like they don't even do, like... uh. Uh, it kick wasn't off a kickoff, no, because... Yeah, was... I figured that they didn't... They usually don't. I think the only times that they did was, like, during WrestleMania season, or, like, maybe SummerSlam. But at least it's kind of nice to know that they're separating them now, where they're not, like, on the same weekend, where you're not, like, watching, like, five things at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially during WrestleMania, it was, like, you had to watch the Hall of Fame, then it was the TakeOver, then it was the... Uh, WrestleMania and like last year it was like especially long because it was it was both of those, the Hall of Fame, then it was takeover, then it was two nights of WrestleMania, so it was like it lasted fucking all week practically. So I love wrestling, but sometimes that could get a little bit annoying when you're watching like six days of wrestling. I'm just saying. I would like I would get bored of shit if I was watching. Like, I just watched uh, AEW this morning before uh, before
1: we uh, did TakeOver, so... Yeah, when there's pay-per-views, it's like four days in a week. I mean, oh, because yeah, that's got what I'm saying, yeah. you've got Raw, you've got SmackDown, you've got AEW, and then you've got the pay-per-view or whatever that is. Well, that's,
0: that's what I'm saying with me, it, and I like watching all of them. Like, I like watching Ring of Honor and Impact and all that shit. But, like, I don't have enough time in the day to like watch all of them because it's like 15 to 20 hours. of. Well, that life. and all the other podcasts
1: and everything else that we're on, how much time do we have in a freaking week? I mean, yeah,
0: it's... yeah, exactly. But uh, getting that out of the way with their like uh, sidetracking everything all the time, <laughs> Uh we're going <laughs> to talk about Dakota Kyber and Ray Raquel Gonzalez. I always like fuck her name up. It seems like, for, uh, and you know, I always want to say Rachel and Shotzi, which it was dope how they came out with like the My Bloody Valentine getup. I was like, yeah, that's dope. It's every time, whenever I see like horror some, like trope stuff, especially when it's like a Valentine's Day thing, it's like, dope, um, uh, cool. I was wondering why they named it Vengeance Day in the first place. It was a play on Valentine's like, Day. Cause oh, it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it made sense now, but like before, I didn't realize that that's when they were gonna have it. It was on Valentine's Day, right? So it made sense now. But I, I was seeing on Twitter like everybody saying like how awesome this match was, and I was like, I liked it, but I don't, I don't know if I would say that it was awesome. Awesome. Right? I wouldn't I think, say it was either. I think the triple threat was better, in my opinion. They had some cool like uh, stuff in it, but it was, but it wasn't
1: very long. I mean, when we get to that, we can talk about it. But it was the shortest match of the night. So
0: yeah, it felt like it anyway. Was because it was like by the time that they were finished, like I was like, damn, that's the ending already. What the fuck? Because I would have thought they would have given it like an extra like five minutes or something, and then and then it was over. I mean, the two
1: longest ones make sense, but the shortest one didn't. By, yeah, you know, I would envision I, that the middle match would have been the shortest, and it was actually the third longest.
0: And which one was that one? Was that the, the MSK
1: uh, oh, and Grizzled but. Young Veterans match?
0: Yeah, uh, but like this match was pretty cool though. It had some cool moments, but of course, like I love seeing the freaking. Eclipse, no matter what it is, but still, I'm just not a, I think the only person that I'm not really a huge fan of is Raquel Gonzalez, I think she's my least favorite one out of them all, I like, she reminds
1: me of a skinny Nia Jax,
0: well, yeah, she does, she doesn't
1: have like a big, and what I mean by that is, she doesn't have a big move set, it doesn't seem like, like, she doesn't do a lot. Like she'll be yeah, she only of
0: does like the choke slam, really, or whatever choke slam she does is kind of like a uh a side choke slam type thing, whatever it's, yeah thing. but uh, yeah, I think that's the problem is that they try to uh do these monsters, right, where it's like, oh yeah, they don't have to do a whole lot of moves I'm like,
1: but why the, can't the, they can't the only do thing that thing though? is with her we were it talking about make this make during different. Yeah, we were talking about this during the pay per view though. Was that our what I would call a pay per view now? Uh that Raquel Gonzalez really isn't very big. Hell and no, that, she ain't. You know, so you know, you talk about these monstrous girls and she she's bigger than Dakota Kai, obviously, but you know, I would say Rhea Ripley is probably bigger than she is. Oh, yeah, she's bigger, yeah.
0: I think they're about the same height, but, like, Rhea Ripley, I think, is bigger than her, like, uh, in regards to, like, muscle. Yeah. And, like, maybe, and, like, just, like, how she looks. She looks more swole. But, I mean, I get why they put them together. And, like, Dakota Kai, if she's a heel, she has to have somebody that could be her muscle, right? they only had so many people. Oh, I get it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Like yeah. I
1: said, I, I'm not disputing that at all. But it just reminds me of like how Nia Jax is. Where she doesn't really have yeah. too much of a moveset. And,
0: and then whenever she does try shit, she hurts people. Yeah. <laughs> My hole! Yeah. <laughs> I had to mention it on the fucking podcast. Everybody knows about it. She landed wrong, I guess, got a pain shot straight up her booty hole or her vag hole, I don't know which one, but, like, of course, she yells out, my hole, it's kind of like the, like, there There was something on Twitter, somebody did the, uh, they did a combination of when Bully Ray came out, and he got hit in the dick, so he was like, my balls! My <laughs> balls! Right? And then another one that was on the Impact, they were doing this uh, this leg stretch thing where she grabbed both her legs and spread uh, spread eagled and shit. And the chick, I, th- I think it was supposed to be uh, the one chick that did a horrible suicide dive. I forgot her name. She always came out to face paint. I think it was uh, the person that was played as Ariel, I think it was one- at one point. Or she went by somebody else Okay. afterwards. I think that was her. I could be wrong. Uh, but like she yelled out, My badge, like on <laughs> impact. So they combined them all. So they're like, Hey, we found the next gold. And then it's like, My balls, my badge, my hole. <laughs> 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 so, so, yeah, I was like, uh, That was like a random thing. I didn't even check out uh, raw at the time of course, getting sidetracked, but then when I saw it, I was like, dude, if anything got her over, it's a pain got shot up her asshole. What the fuck, dude? Really? Uh, especially how she had to say it on Raw, but uh, I wonder if she got in trouble. <laughs> so, anybody that's learning how to wrestle, just uh, just yell out my vag, my balls, or my hole like, uh, whenever you get hurt. You know? and then, and then people might uh <laughs> love it or like yeah, the,
1: yeah Shelly Martinez is uh, or was ariel okay too, yeah, yeah i think
0: that i think that's supposed to be ariel yeah, yeah
1: but yeah, the dude <laughs> she
0: did this god awful <laughs> suicide dive holy uh-huh. shit i think it's in the same match too it was like she was supposed to go and then she gave up like before she even hit the ropes yeah was that she versus kind of
1: Rebels? was it that one
0: uh i think so yeah
1: yeah because anyway it was just so but, awful yeah that they
0: put it on Mania and yeah. pretty much had it replayed <laughs> a million
1: times yeah i can imagine oh, though man. that that I, i'm looking here on youtube right now and there's that song you know my neck my back
0: oh yeah and then they'll call me my hole
1: <laughs> No, it says My oh, Neck, My shit. Back featuring Nia Jax and Shelly Martinez. Oh, so shit.
0: I, I, that could be like the preview <laughs> thing whenever we're doing this. It's just yeah. us talking about <laughs> My Neck, My Back. My hole!
1: <laughs> oh, oh, shit. 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 Anyway. It uh, <laughs> was good. from the
0: tag team match. We Sorry, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: that, shit. that tag team match was 17 minutes and 40 seconds. That's why I was saying that it was not the shortest. Oh, so,
0: I still gave it a lot of time. Yeah, though, but still, I mean, granted, you only had like five matches on the card. But uh, I don't know. I would probably say that this is my least favorite one. Well, I, I would other agree other by record. far. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying that the whole pay per view was bad. Either. Oh like, no! The, no. Still like. Takeovers are. I'm like I. Uh, it seems like every time we co- uh, do a podcast on
1: the, the yeah the NXT takeovers, takeovers are. It's like I mentioned
0: the- every time that they are bad pay per views, and that I'm just like it's just not my favorite one yet. I haven't seen like one lately. For a while, that hasn't been like, oh shit, that's like fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of the ones when the uh, like the gold, I'm like, I would probably say the golden age of like NXT was when Bailey, Charlotte, and all them were in there. And then even I would say uh, when Anzo uh, More and all of them were in there because they and they set up everything right. Like, you could tell the ring work and all that stuff. I don't know. Just some of the matches were just way better than some of the ones now. Not saying that these were bad, though. But, like, it's like uh, Johnny Gargano, probably one of my favorite ones on the card, probably, was this one. It was, like, this one, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida, and then it was the tag team match, the uh, MSK, was it, MSK? Yeah, this one and, was my third uh, favorite. Yeah, that's what it I was saying. Wasn't really I was like,
1: second favorite match. It was my third. The Gargano yeah, one, I mean. Like, are we moving on to that yeah. one? Are we still talking about the tag team match?
0: Well, we uh, we could talk about that. I was just going to mention that, uh, like, yeah, was, the Dakota like, Kai one was, was awesome. those two, oh, was and right. then the main event were like my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. So, especially uh, the fucking ring wrestling that Kashida and, and Gargano was doing in this. They were countering, like, a fucking uh, crazy man in there. Like, there was this spot where they were tr- and they were countering each other's Gargano escape and the, what's it, uh, uh, I think, she, no, I'm trying to remember what he names it, the Kimura lock. I think it's something to do with Back to the Future. I just can't pl- remember it at the moment. Like, uh, I forgot what he names the move, but it's pretty much the Kimura lock that uh, Brock Lesnar does, right? They were doing a thing where they were just constantly flipping around and countering the move for a good, like, few a few seconds. And I thought that was dope, especially in, like, the, uh, on, like, the first few minutes of the match. Most times, I'm not a huge fan when it comes to the beginning of the the matches but like i liked how they were kept countering each other the the hoverboard lock. oh yeah hoverboard lock. that's what it was i was like i knew it had to do something with back to the future but i couldn't remember the name yeah
1: the the only problem i had with this one why it wasn't my second favorite you know was the fact that it reminded me too much of the last match kashida had that i saw it was almost like oh yeah the same match almost again so that's what I think I mentioned it during the pay per view. Was that didn't they wrestle before? Yeah, that, because because it seemed yeah almost because I just identical. remember
0: the Velveteen Dream match. Yeah, and I think but, that's I the mean, one I'm remembering. But and
1: that's the one I'm remembering though. But it's it was a lot. A, it was like it a lot. Like it reminded me of that match. Like it was almost. Yeah, kind of the. Same. The only
0: difference was is that Kishida won that match, yeah. and he mm-hmm. lost this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh like that's the main thing with Gargano. I don't know who's gonna, like, how long he's gonna end up having the well, we title for. About he's him gonna and
1: Io Shirai, which we'll talk about later. But it's like, yeah. you know, once they win, it, who they, they gonna it. drop it to?
0: And uh, I gotta mention, maybe it's setting up something, right? But uh. What's it called? I I'm wondering if they're doing something where uh, Gargano and Eli Draker's gonna do something at one point. Like just how the entrance did, they were all together, and then all of a sudden Austin Theory just went bye bye. So like they didn't even show. Like it, it kind of looked like he just hung back and just avoided it or something. But I'm pretty sure that they're probably gonna introduce either Eli Drake or somebody else like he got involved and that's why Gorkano didn't have anybody with him because it looks like Damian Priest is going to be up on main now doing the Bad Bunny stuff or whatever. So I guess it's going to be like a tag team match with him and Bad Bunny for WrestleMania or something going against Miz and Morrison. That's what I'm guessing is going to happen. But uh, what's it called? So yeah, like it was... Um, I think that's the main thing. And I was, I was surprised that one final beat, uh, I thought that was cool how they gave it a name now for the over-the-rope uh, DDT that he does. I like how they named, uh, gave it a name. But I was like, really? He he beat him off of using two of them, one on the uh, apron or whatever and one in the, with the ring. I was kind of disappointed with that. It kind of made... Uh, him look a little weak off of it to thinking for me but I mean other than that it was a really good match I really enjoyed it
1: yeah I enjoyed the match too it just wasn't my top two yeah my favorite was like we'll get to it but my favorite was the last match obviously but my second favorite was actually what we're getting ready to talk about yeah
0: like uh, what's it called (laughs) but uh yeah mxk versus the grizzled young veterans for the uh, tag team classic which i had a feeling that they're gonna have msk win because if anybody doesn't realize they're they used to be the rascals when they were in impact and they smoked a lot of weed supposedly and so like uh some people were like i guess they're just gonna be them but without smoking weed all the time, I'm like, what? well, I mean, they have Matt Riddle. So, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't mention that he smokes weed or some shit, but whatever. But they were actually, like, way better than I thought they were. And it kind of made sense why a lot of people were going crazy for them in Impact now. Yeah, I mean, MS, the- they
1: were really good to me. And that's that's yeah. why I was I was actually, you know, for most of the matches, I was kind of in and out, right? Because I was helping Aaron. With stuff, yeah but um with that oh. sorry I <laughs> you probably heard the you probably things. heard you may have heard the doors, I don't know if you heard the door or not. yeah 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 um but... the uh but shoot anyways the <laughs> the <laughs> about midway through, I was kind of in and out of paying attention because the matches weren't, like, keeping a hold. Like, Johnny Gargano match, it was a favorite, but it, because I had seen it, I wasn't paying an incredibly amount of attention to it. Yeah. Well, then, with MSK and them, I had asked you who the hell they were at first, because I had not never seen them. And so I was paying more attention to that, but it was keeping my attention versus... Yeah.
0: Especially, I like the Grizzled Young Veterans, too. Especially Zach Gibson. I think that's his name. I think it's uh, something Drake and then uh, Zach Drake. or I can't remember the other dude's name. I, and it's always hard for me to remember certain people's names. But uh, Zach Gibson definitely is, like, I think he's my favorite out of that team. But... Uh, definitely MSK surprised me just because they they were like super high flying. The only other people that I was uh, thinking of when I was thinking of this group was I think their name Top Flight in uh, AEW. I think it's Top Flight. They were the only other people that looked like kind of doing the
1: same first, type of I shit. Even uh, though they private Party from AEW? And then I'm like, no, it's not
0: <laughs> no, the top flight ones were. No, I meant dude. Msk fans. at first they when I saw in... them, I
1: was thinking it was oh, private okay. party from AEW, and then I'm like, no, it's not. And then uh, I was like, I know they're still in AEW though, because I saw them a couple of weeks ago. But,
0: uh, yeah, they're still doing stuff with Matt Hardy. Yeah, but uh, what's it called? And they and uh, the best move that made me be like, holy shit! I didn't think that they would ever do like. I don't see it often enough was they did a, a doomsday device yeah, move where they did that on yeah. the apron i was like holy shit that and that is yeah. slick i mean like that was the cool way of doing it i mean like because nobody else was doing it at least so far as i've seen i mean and even James. oh james drake i see it right here now <laughs> But, uh, what's it called? Uh, he did, he even did a 450 splash. I don't think that they usually are like top rope people. So, like, it was cool knowing that they were pulling out s- all stops and stuff like that. Especially, they were even talking about like how the Grizzled Young veterans were in the finals last year because they lost against, uh, I think it was the Broser weights, um, Pete Dunn and, uh, uh-huh. Matt Riddle. But, uh, so, yeah, they were I'm like, that's why uh, I thought that MSK was going to win, but then also at the same time, they're like, I have to win for the Grizzled Young Veterans. So, but like, they were pretty dope, though. I, I want to, like, especially if they just debuted during this Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic thing, they probably are putting a lot of stock into them. So, I think that they're, they're going to do well against uh, Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. Because I think they're the tag champs at the moment.
1: They kind of had an easy way that I see to the finals, though. When I look at the bracket, because they fought Jake Atlas and Swerve Scott to begin with. And then yeah. they fought Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. And then they fought yeah, Legado Del I, Fat Fantasma.
0: Yeah, I think that would have been the hardest match for them. Because, I mean, the Grizzled Young Veterans did, like, they went against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher yeah. at one point. I yeah. think that was the semi-finals match that they did, and I was like, whew! I'm sure that, that was probably a Well, before that, they match, and, probably and Leon
1: Ruff. So, I mean...
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. And then, at the beginning, uh, it yeah, was,
1: was Chase Parker and Matt Martell.
0: Whoever those guys are. I don't know who the rise are.
1: Or something? anyway.
0: Yeah, they must be kind of new. I I haven't been focusing on NXT. I haven't that either. Much. That's why I was,
1: I'm just looking at the, uh, you know, because uh, Tommaso Ciampa obviously had a harder time because they they faced Davari and Tony Nice in the first round, and then they faced Undisputed Era in the second. And then they faced oh. the grizzled young veterans before the finals. Anyway, but
0: Mhm. But still, pretty dope. It was yeah. So the Gargano match was
1: 24 minutes and 51 seconds, and then the MSK match was 18 minutes and 26 seconds. So that gives you a perspective on how long these matches were. Uh, Yeah. And then when we talk about this next one, it'll be interesting when we get to the time for that.
0: Yeah, talk about the. Uh, yeah, especially the triple threat was d- dope too. I like this match, but it seemed like it went kind of quick too. Like it seemed like they weren't like I don't know. They it was just way faster paced. It was like they were going through the, the, the stuff like super quick. Like even when she did the uh, whatever they call it a plancher or whatever, where a crossbody off the thing, it looked like they added the plant. There, just so she could jump off of it, yeah. You were talking so about that, that during funny. the
1: match, um,
0: yeah. And then, uh, once they called, they did, I'm um, like, Tony Storm. Like, it was funny whenever I noticed Mercedes Martinez doing the uh, the fisherman buster or whatever. I was like, up! Oh, it must be getting ready yeah. for the end <laughs> because I was like, They usually don't pull out the damn finishers if they ain't getting ready yeah. to end it. And then right after that, then they did Storm Zero, and then uh, at one point, uh, what's-her-face, Tony Storm did a falling headbutt, which they needed to stop doing the yeah. fucking headbutts.
1: And and I like E.F.R.I., like, but, but this match wasn't very good to me. And I don't know if it was because it was a triple threat match or what, but it could have been the fact that it wasn't very long, too. And
0: Yeah, I think that's the main thing, was that... Like, I've seen her do the, and, like, she was just in one with, uh, what was it, Candace LeRae, and who's the other person? Oh, yeah, Charlotte, I think it was, right? When they did it for Halloween Havoc, I think. Could be wrong. I know she did a triple threat where she jumped off the, oh, never mind, it was the In Your House paper. Yeah, paper, where she jumped off the, the. Yeah. Yeah, she jumped off the top. Yeah, that's what it was. But so, like, I've seen triple threats with her before. So I was, especially Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. I knew that they weren't going to drop the title to her uh, to them. It's like, uh, like uh, I don't know. Sometimes you could tell whenever it's time for somebody to get the title. Seems like, and I wasn't looking at these people and being like, "Yeah, they should get the title now." Yeah, you know. <laughs> And I was like, nope, it looks like they're just uh, having them wrestle and put on a good match. Not saying that Mercedes Martinez ain't good, and uh, Tony Storm's definitely fucking awesome. But, like, I- I'm wondering what they're going to do with Io Shirai, uh, Io Shirai after this. Like, who- yeah, who's we were talking about that, too. I don't know who can't.
1: I mean, at this point, she's too
0: Unless they bring in somebody new... Like, I don't know who could beat her. She's pretty much beat yeah. everybody on the roster now. But, uh, unless they do something with Candice Lorraine going after her again, and she legit beats her for the title yeah. this time. That's the only thing that I could think of that they would do it, because they're doing the whole Johnny Gargano, the our way thing, or the way. I think that's what they're calling their group is the way. But uh, once again, that's the only way that I could see it. Like, if she would cheat to win this time or something. I think she tried to do it last time, too. But that's the only thing that I could think of, like, who would beat Io Shirai by now. Unless somebody new comes in. Uh, I'm sorry.
1: This match was only 12 minutes and 13 (laughs) seconds long. Yeah. Damn. No wonder. That's why I thought it was fucking
0: short. (laughs) Because I was like, because it felt like they were going through everything. I'm like, it didn't get a. But I did like, and, and you didn't mention moves, this. Right? I did
1: like the fact that Wade Barrett, I like him on Common. Things he did was he compared his own experience in the ring to the triple threat match during this one. Oh, yeah. That was one thing he pointed out was that, you know, his experience with triple threat matches makes it difficult for, for him to believe that, I think he said difficult to believe that she could remain champ or whatever because of the the fact.
0: Yeah, because there was too many very old bulls in the match to, yeah. That's one thing. I totally forgot about that, actually. So thanks for bringing it up,
1: mostly because I was like, oh,
0: that's a cool thing. You don't end up hearing that. You don't. Like well,
1: for one life. thing, most of the color, I mean, you say that but you know jerry the king lawler is a wrestler too but a lot of the color commentary guys are wrestlers but they never really talk about they didn't really do comparisons yeah. to what they dealt with in the ring
0: yeah they usually sit there and just say exactly what probably they. i mean Corey to Graves say wrestled and at one, one point but he does the late. same
1: thing he kind of just goes with what they tell him to say i think but uh anyways
0: Well, yeah, it depends on vents and shit. Anyway, I would assume, but uh, what's it called? That's that's why I thought that was cool, anyway. Uh, Different from like hearing the same old, same old all the damn time, at least. But uh, and then might as well talk about the match of the night, which was tight as fuck. Which was Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. I knew it was gonna be good. Oh, we talked about it. Finn Finn Balor doesn't really
1: have a bad match.
0: Yeah, he bear, bear, like he always has done good shit. Like, he's done it with Bray Wine and all this shit. The only difference was, is on the main roster, they were having him in the same match with the same... Oh, yeah, people I mean, that's what there, I was yeah.
1: saying. I mean, unfortunately, he's not on the main roster because I still think he's a main roster guy. And, like, as long as he's NXT, yeah. he should always be the champ. I don't see there why he shouldn't be. I mean, there's no...
0: Yeah, that's why I'm mean, a champ I think, at least, but yeah, it just, the main it just champ, doesn't make yeah.
1: sense. I mean, because really, it's the same thing if Kevin Owens, to me, came down. He should always be some type of champ in some capacity, even though he's not up in the main roster. Yeah. But if he came down to NXT, he should be, because he's he's lockstep above everybody else. I mean, there's, there's him, and that's yeah. what I feel about Finn Balor. He's, he's up there, and then everybody else is below him regardless of how good they are <laughs> and
0: that's a, and that's kind of like how he did his promo too was that he was just like dude i'm just on another level mm-hmm. you're not gonna beat me and that's what i love about his promos now is like he's like yeah i know people are coming for me i just don't care you're just mm-hmm. not gonna beat me yep. right and that's that's how he should be right and i love this match i'm like i love um ever since I've seen Pete Dunne, I think I saw him in what culture wrestling ages ago This was right before they signed him to like do mm-hmm. the stuff in nXt before he even got the british uh belt or before they did the nXt u k stuff or the i forgot what the the Uni- united kingdom championship before they even did that. I saw him in like a couple of matches where he was breaking fingers and shit and doing the joint manipulation. I was like, dude, that's something that I don't see that often. And so I started being like, dude, that guy's tight. Because really, at um, like when it does this stuff where it's joint manipulation and stuff, pretty much it means that you could pretty much cripple anybody, no matter what their size is, as long as you fucking pretty much go out there to break bones and. Mess with their feet and legs and whatever, I'm like uh, kind of like Daniel Bryan, where I was a submission dude. It's like if you could constantly wear down people, no matter what, you're gonna beat them. That's one thing I like about Pete Dunn is that it it seems more legit if you just sit there and just wear down people the whole time. So that's um, pretty much this whole match was like him doing that. And then uh, essentially Finn Balor doing the same thing back to him, really, where they were just pretty much destroying each other's bodies the whole time. Like you know, Pete Dunne went after his hands like seven or eight times at least. I mean, I'm not counting like him stepping on his feet and all that shit. I mean, like doing just the joint joint manipulations where he's like been in the fingers and all that stuff, putting them in different submissions and messing with it. And, and that's one thing I like about him is that he sits there and submit, and like puts somebody in the submission and then he just tweaks it a little bit to make it his own type of thing. Like, and, and even, and just like Finn Balor going back and then like changing how the submission was going. Like there was a, I think it was doing the STF, where he didn't have him close enough, and then he went in and pushed his leg all the way, like at the end of where his, the back of his kneecap was, and then he tied it back and he started mm-hmm. wrenching farther. I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Like, you don't see that a lot now in WWE, especially. It's like them just tweaking something to make it hurt yep. a little bit more. <clears throat> And that's one thing I liked about the match is like that's pretty much what they were doing the whole entire thing. And then counters and stuff like that. So that's one reason why I love the match. But yeah, it's pretty much definitely the match of the night, though.
1: It definitely was. That's where I was saying that it was, and it was not just close. I think it was the best. And then there was the uh, tag team match for me a good distance below it. You know, it wasn't like, you know... But again, this wasn't a bad pay-per-view from my perspective. And this was the longest match, and it should have been. It was 25 minutes and 24 seconds. So it was slightly longer than the Gargano match. Oh, yeah. But Gargano match wasn't bad. Like I said, I wasn't saying it was bad, but it just reminded me too much of the last Kushida match that I saw. And so it it just seemed like it was almost... the exact same kind of stuff that was happening.
0: And now I wonder what they're going to be doing with Kushida now. Like, if if they're going to have him go against Finn Balor or something at one point, or yeah. uh, I don't know exactly what, to, uh, what they would do. I'm sure that they'll come up with something, though, but yeah. But and then, uh, what's it called? So oh, I guess I should mention Eli Drake is in the company now. I think I talked about that already, or kind of mentioned it a little bit when I was talking about the other stuff, which I was dope for that. And if anybody watching Impact or NWA, that's where he was from. He cut like a promo at one point. I think it was before they did NXT, where he was pretty much putting everyone on notice, like pretty much what Robert. Or Bobby Roode did, like when he joined. And then uh and then at the end, uh the uh, Pete Dunn and them started beating up on uh Balor and then came out, Undisputed Era came out, and then Adam Cole was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm good and then he turned heel and super kicked Finn Balor and Yeah, Cal I was gonna O'Reilly, say that the, that kind of surprised
1: a me that. a little bit. I wasn't expecting that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm wondering if they're gonna just slowly break them. But you know what's funny is, if I I expected anything,
1: though, I was expecting Kyle O'Reilly to turn on Balor. Yeah. Oh, not Balor. Yeah. That's what I
0: was thinking. Yeah. Like he was talking all this shit and then he just uh, all yeah. of a sudden super kicked him or something. Yeah, I would have saw that. But maybe that's the reason but why see, they had But see, that's funny though because that's the you know, better like, You
1: know, you would think same company that the writing would be much better across the board, but it seems like whoever's dealing with NXT is much better at storytelling than on the main roster because it seems like on the main roster we're seeing the same shit over and over again. Um well, I think Triple H just ends up having
0: more people that are doing the the stories are like actual wrestlers yeah. and not just like you know what I'm saying though that are for like get, day teams because it's dramas like and
1: shit. You watch Raw every week and it's the same people wrestling. It's a, like we saw between uh, whatever it was, whatever pay per view and Royal uh, Royal Rumble that. We saw Alexa Bliss dealing with Randy Orton for four weeks straight. And then we get to Royal Rumble yeah. and there's no involvement between those two. And then you come out of Royal Rumble and there's no involvement between those two. And he's moved on to Edge now. And it's like, what the fuck? I mean, you yeah. have four weeks straight of dealing with the person and then it just stops. I mean, it's like, what the hell is that? You don't continue the storyline? Yeah. Like, there was a whole storyline where Alexa Bliss burnt Randy Orton, right? And then he healed, yeah. but then never did anything to...
0: And like yeah, I, said, I mean, Randy. Yeah, I mean, so it's Lucia like Randy. the
1: storytelling <laughs> just sucks right now. Like, they start stuff and just end it out of the blue, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. At least I... Yeah.
0: And at least with NXT, they, like, do stories and then they actually end them for, like... That's what I mean. Or they start
1: one one to start another one. Like, what happened at the end of this, right? Like, now you know that there's an issue with the Undisputed Era, but you don't know. We'll see on Wednesday how it goes.
0: Yeah, you would have to check out NXT to see what they're doing. If it was just like, dude, I was just telling you, like, fuck this dude. I do
1: <laughs> a lot of that shit on them, man, Brock, know, yeah, the main roster, they didn't do boss, that shit man. much I'm anymore. Boss, it's like when we watched know. Royal Rumble, I, I fully expected things to happen, and then they didn't. And I'm like, well... <laughs> like, I fully expected... Well, remember, I had mentioned it, and I know I'm going back to something that we already talked about, but it's because I brought up the whole NXT storyline thing. But one of the best things they should have done was had Alexa Bliss transform during the Royal Rumble. They should have done that.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, if she got kicked out of the, And, like, they were all, like, beating her up and then eventually threw her out, and then they didn't do nothing for the rest of the time. I was like, really?
1: Yeah, I mean, really? it's just, you know... <sighs> so. There's it's things so they could have done and they didn't <laughs> that do that would have made the pay per view better. But anyways, we can we we can move on and we can. I guess that's all we got to talk about during this yeah. podcast, like, uh, though, right? Because we,
0: yeah, I think we pretty much went through everything anyway. So I mean, there's not not really much else to cover. But uh, once again uh All I know is that it was definitely better than. I can I don't know if I would say that it's better than raw. Oh, I would World think they were
1: in on par with a, each other.
0: Actually, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't say that like because most of the time whenever a, a takeover comes out, I'm like, yeah, it was least yeah, and no like better than that too, but I would uh, say honestly
1: the raw the WWE pay per views have gotten better since I think two or three pay per views ago. Where I was like, these are all horrible. Yeah. And, well, hopefully they
0: could just yeah. keep it getting better, but uh yeah. But uh I guess uh I don't know when the Well the next, next one's February elimination
1: is, chamber, right? Uh
0: for, Yeah, I think it's probably like a week or two from now. So I don't I don't I, I'm assuming early. that it'll that'll probably be the next podcast, but <laughs> February twenty first, so it's next but, week. Uh if you got Oh, okay. So it is next week. Okay, so that's what I figured. So that'll be the next uh, yeah, podcast we'll do. And for I guess if you guys liked any of our stuff on, on, that we were talking about in this episode, we uh, you could end up commenting on any of our social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram off of the Heart of Geek. And uh, what's it called? Or you can, like eventually, we're uh, I keep talking about it in like every episode, but like we try to do uh, Twitch streams every once in a while, especially with the Scream Creeps gaming stuff, which we should be doing that real soon, probably in the next few days or something. I'm thinking, but uh, what's it called? We're gonna be doing that and all sorts of other stuff. I think D&D might be tomorrow. I believe so. Um, I'm guessing. I believe we're doing the D&D so, stream
1: tomorrow, and then yeah. we've got just videos upon videos coming out on the YouTube channel. So, And then obviously our podcast, we've yep. got a new podcast that'll yep. be coming possibly doing... next Saturday, related to true crime. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we're f- yep. trying to fill you up with some content. So yeah, so, and so I guess for everyone at the Heart of Geek, knowing that it's just mostly me and Jeremy on the wrestling ones lately, but for all of us over here, we will talk to you guys See in the you next later. Uh, podcast.
1: Bye. Bye.